This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermover, and this is our eighth episode. And today we're going to be looking at five techie ways to organize your homeschool. Now, don't worry if you're out jogging or uh, in the car or somewhere else where you can't make notes. You can find all these different items uh, listed in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Just look for episode eight. Those of you who've been listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're not going to be surprised when I tell you that my number one way that I'm going to give you is Google Drive. If you have not already listened to those episodes, go back. Episode two starts off with a Google Drive overview, and then a couple of the other episodes cover the Google Drive apps. But basically, Google Drive will allow you to take all the different files and info that you may have and organize them into folders. You can upload um, PDFs, etc., into Google Drive, and then you can collect everything together on one topic. For instance, you could have a folder about college apps, and then you can have all your different files under that. You can have a folder with information about your what your state or your umbrella school requires. You could have another one with lesson plans, but it's an easy way for you to actually get yourself organized. Um, in Episode three, I talk about Google Sheets. In episode four, I talk about Google Docs. And these are particularly useful if you're wanting to keep track of um, things over the years. Uh, the good thing about Google, uh, all the Google Drive apps, is that you can access them anyway, even if you don't have your computer with you. You can actually log into somebody else's and pull up the information. Um, you know that you'll always have the latest version with you. And you can also easily share what you have. So if you suddenly have a friend who starts homeschooling and they ask you for some information, you will know exactly where to find it and you'll easily be able to share it with them. Of course, you can also use this within your homeschool. And again, I've talked about this in detail in earlier episodes. It's an easy way for you to uh, perhaps create a template for a book review and to share it with your child they can then uh, fill that out or they can write it, just even just use Google Docs to write an essay. They share it with you. You both know where it is. You make comments. They fix it, etc. So it's, it's just a fantastic tool to use to keep yourself organized. And at this point, it seems to be a good time to mention our sponsor, Funder Funder Academy, because they do have a Google Drive unit study for sale, as well as they cover the Google Drive apps in their full semester, um, full year, two semesters, computer applications class. And um, obviously, these are intended for students, but if it's something that you need to learn, you could always get it for your student and learn along with them. My second way to uh, be organized is a little tool called Toby. 
If uh, any of you or your children have been in any of my live classes or I've coached them and they've ever had a look at my laptop, they can tell you this has been a problem for me in the past that I have hundreds and hundreds of tabs open. I uh, read an email that mentions um, some new website and I click on it and then I don't have time to look at it. And so my tabs just keep growing and growing and growing. And my students do like to laugh at me when I hit, hook my laptop up to um, the overhead, uh, the screens, and they can see the mess. Well, since Toby, I have vastly improved. I will not say I'm cured entirely, but it is better. Toby is an extension that you can get for Chrome, Firefox, and Opera. And it will work on laptops right now, not on mobile. But basically what it does is you sign up for it, then you open up a new tab and automatically you will be in Toby. You can then, you'll see then on the right hand side of your screen, a list of all your open tabs. You can then create um, a collection or various collections. So I, for instance, have a collection that's called Co-op, another one for my husband's travel blog that I also write on. I have one for websites that look interesting, for blog posts to read, and a few other different collections. They're basically their categories. Then I can drag from the right-hand side those open tabs, and I can drag each item to the correct place. As I drag them, it closes them um, in my browser, just on the tabs, so they are gone, and there's not all these hundreds of tabs open, but they're all saved in Toby. Even better, you can be in a website and decide I need to save this and you just click on the little uh, browser extension at the top of your screen and it will automatically take it across there. Then when I do have time, which doesn't happen a lot, but every sort of two or three weeks I'll sit down and I'll work through everything that I've saved under websites that look interesting. And they'll all be there as soon as I open that tab. I can see them all. I can go through them and decide if I want to investigate further or if they maybe are not exactly what I was hoping for. But so that is Toby. It is free. Everything today is free. Even some of them have paid versions, but I only use the free ones. The third tool is Evernote. So let's say now I've sat one day and I've gone through some of these interesting looking websites on Toby and I see a few that I think I could use in classes that I'm planning or perhaps places I want to travel to, whatever it is. This is where when I want to keep something permanently or more permanently, I use Evernote and it is really a big filing system. So just imagine those big old filing systems from the days when everything was on paper. It's that, but online. Now I use it in a very basic fashion and I know people that use it far more extensively than me. I'm just going to tell you how I use it. So what I do is I set up notebooks, there are all these notebooks, and you can have notebooks within notebooks, which is also pretty cool, so you can kind of stack them together. So I would say have a notebook on um, economics when I was starting to teach my economics class. Every time I found anything I thought I might use, I would save that note, is what they call them, into the notebook, which could just be, I would just clip, because they have what they call a web clipper. Again, it's an extension. This is available for Chrome, Safari, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Opera, and Microsoft Edge. So pretty much everybody is covered. You will just find this again um, in a top toolbar. You click on it and it automatically says what you want to do. Do you want to save the link? Do you want to save the whole page? Do you want to save a piece of what you've been reading? And it saves it wherever you tell it to save it, which means that at any point when I decide to actually put the class together, I can go and find things that I've been saving for the past while. Um, so 
I use it to plan my vacations. I use it to plan my podcasts. Sometimes I see something I think that you might be interested in and I save it for a future episode. Um, I also use it, as I said, to plan my classes. You could use it for curriculum ideas, for websites you want to come back to, for books you want to read. You can also share any of your notebooks with other people and you can leave comments and you can even chat through Evernote. Um, tool number four is Trello. Now Trello is a fantastic visual online organizational system that I really need to cover in another episode in a more detailed fashion. But for now, it is something that can organize your to-do list, can organize children's assignments and chores. And let me explain it briefly. The first way I use it is for my to-do lists. What happens when you create a Trello board? And I have different boards for each different thing. So I have one for my own personal, my stuff, I call it literally on Trello. And in that board, you have lists. So just imagine in your mind a whole bunch of vertical lists. Each of those lists will be for something different. I have a month, week, day, doing and done list on my own to-do list. Month is things that I kind of hope to get to this month. Week, obviously, I should do this week. And today is what I want to do on this day. And under each of those, doing is things that I'm sort of in the process of doing that I can't finish immediately. And then done, I've obviously finished it. Now, under each list, you have cards. And each card would be a breakdown of different tasks that you need to do. And you even can put things like check boxes and links on those cards and pictures. Um, you're going to have to go on it to have a look. I'm going to give you some examples uh, to see in the show notes. So you probably do want to go on the show notes to look at this one. So I will perhaps have as a monthly task that I want to fix something on my blog. A weekly task, I would be wanting to go through and check on all my students in my online classes. And you can, by the way, set it up to automatically generate um, a weekly or daily or however often you want it um, task that will just pop up, that card will pop up every time. So for instance, I do that for sales tax to remind myself to pay my sales tax every month. It pops up at the beginning of every month, beginning of every week pops up that I need to go and check on my online classes. Then um, I can drag the weekly items that I need to do each day onto my day list. And you literally just, with your mouse, drag a card across from one list to another. Every day as I'm working on the things and I'm finished, I drag them to the done list. And it's very, very good at the end I, at the end of every week, or actually on a Monday morning, the first thing I do is see everything I achieved the last week under the done list, and then I archive everything. I move it out the way so that I free it up, but it feels good. It feels good dragging something down the class. It feels good clearing out that list and seeing what I did achieve. Now, um, this is, this is let's say, a way you could just generally organize your life like this. Amy from um, hspmom.com, um, I, I know her from a blogging group I'm with, but she has a board with different lists for each month for her child um, who she's organizing like this. And she says she plans out two weeks at a time. She has one card that has an easy checklistable item. So you see, Trilla has these little check boxes you can check. So she has things for things like math and any workbook she wants her child to do. This she shares with her child so that they can check them off as they do them. She can look and see when it's done. 
In addition, she has, for each subject, she has its own card. And she keeps a, a note there on what she does. And she even takes pictures of things. So I guess if a kid draws something well, or maybe they even create something hands-on, or they write a good essay, she can just take a picture and put it in there. And this is a way that she keeps a record of what, they, what they've actually done in their homeschool, so she can show it to the powers that be if they ever require this. Um, you can obviously use this for if you have more than one child. You could have a list for each child with each assignment for with assignments them for the week. You could also do it for chores. Um, and you can get them to go and check off. They can see what they still have to do without coming and asking you. You can see who's done what. There are other ways you can use Trello to be organized. I use it for meal planning as well. Um, I've sometimes even used it for Christmas shopping. There is a plethora of ways this can be used and um, as I say I think I'll go into some more detail later but for now I would suggest just go uh, log in just start and see what you can do with it and start playing around and then my fifth idea uh, for you to use is doodle so now you've organized uh, your tabs you've organized uh, things um, you've organized your children's lives but now what about social life you will often find that you want to try and plan an event with a bunch of people and you email back and forth trying to find a time that works and it's time consuming it's frustrating it's annoying and doodle will solve all that i use the free version only you go onto it, you put all the options of times that you can possibly do for an event. I'm about to go and do this now to try and get students together to coach them for Science Olympiad. I will send the link out then to all of the students. They will go through and check each different time that works for them. I can then easily see what will work for everybody and select that. Um, and this can be a real time saver when you are trying to organize field trips or getting friends together for a meal or play dates or anything else like that. So there you have it. I hope these five have been useful. If they have, I would love you to leave a comment um, on iTunes to just go and give a rating and a review and a comment and just say which of these was your favorite if you start to use them or which one is your favorite if you already use them. Remember that you can find all the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and uh, it's episode eight. Do share this podcast with your friends. You may need to explain to them how to get a podcast because I still find that many people don't understand what podcasts are. And then if you like it, a rating and a review, as I mentioned, would be very much appreciated. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.